Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust. Member FDIC. And now, Trey Biddy is brought to you by Chris Crane Hyundai, Arkansas's number one Hyundai dealer, and Genesis of Conway, Arkansas's only Genesis dealer. Genesis of Conway, the future of luxury today. Now, here's Trey Biddy. Hey, Trey Biddy. Hey, guys. Isn't it nice to talk about an Arkansas basketball game after a victory as compared to trying to figure out what happened? Well, sometimes we know what happened in the loss, but uh, yeah. isn't it nice to talk about a W rather than an L? Uh, it sure is. I mean, Randy, last night, you know, we're a little shorthanded. We're going through transition, and, you know, they won, and I just went – I wanted to write about it, you know. So I, I was – I think the last <laughs> number I saw was two – 2.51 a.m. before my head hit the pillow, but I wrote five articles on the basketball game just because it was – and I even did a walk and talk today and talked a little basketball mm. um, just because, um, you know, it's just been it's – it's, it's been a little rare, I guess. This is the first road win that they've had, and I know it's Missouri, and Missouri's winless in the SEC, but it's better than losing, and maybe this is something they can build on. I don't think, like, they've just gone out and find found answers. I don't know that – you know, playing Blocker and Minifield on the court at the same time is going to work with teams with a bigger off guard. But against Missouri, it worked because their their guards are smaller, and uh, it, it's something that they can build on. And it's great to see, you know, Makai Mitchell, and shout-out to Mikael Mitchell. It's his birthday also yesterday, who's at Little Rock now. Uh, it was great to see him really, I mean, play the best game of his career. You know, he tied his career high from a couple years ago at Rhode Island, and, uh, you know, that was the – the best combo he's had for points and rebounds and back-to-back uh, double-doubles. So it's good to see him stepping up. And Jalen Graham, you know, Jalen played really well. 13 points, fouled out with five minutes left. He had like four assists and three blocks and some steals, three steals or something like that. Uh, so good to see uh, a win, obviously. And, uh, you know, it felt like it was just going to be a complete blowout. And, you know, they Missouri made it a little bit closer there at the end. But, um, you know, I don't think you look at this game and say, okay, all, the problems are solved. They're about to turn the corner and get back to being a tournament team. But it's good to see them still fighting, especially in kind of the wake of all the rumors and everything that have kind of gone around lately. That Some of them are quite ridiculous. But it's uh, it was good to see them, you know, go out there and take it to the road and have some fight. And, and Musselman's right, too, coming off the Kentucky game where there's so much energy and you put so much into that game and emotion to be able to go on the road right after that and put up 91 points on anybody is encouraging but still plenty of work to be done we'll we'll get a lot more answers when they place uh when they face lsu on saturday in baton rouge well trey i guess the disappointment of the day is to say that that win didn't get arkansas in the ncaa tournament (laughs) gosh what a crushing thing for you to say geez Yeah, yeah, that's no, not going to okay. do it. It's okay. It? No, you're, you're for right. once, I think Rick is being cynical. <laughs> yeah. I was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I hope they can beat LSU, and then they got Georgia. So these are winnable games. They've still got a lot of tough games, though. They've still got they Tennessee, sure another Kentucky game on the road, Alabama. So, it, but it was nice to win. Eleven games left. Musselman's never lost more than twenty, or never won fewer than twenty, I should say in a season, so 11 games left to win nine more. That's going to be tough to do. But it's well, going to be tough. Is it 11? Yeah, 11 because they get uh, one guaranteed in the SEC tournament. Yeah, that's right. 
So, gee, they don't have to win 10 of those 11. <laughs> to get to that's 20. right. <laughs> yeah. okay. A little wiggle room. Well, a little wiggle yeah. room there. That's right. Good luck. <laughs> hey, but if they win it at the tournament, they get another ch- Every day they win, they get another chance. So that helps, too. Right. Absolutely. I mean, they're, <laughs> they're probably going to get some chances. They're probably going to be in the first round. So not definitely not getting a double bye. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, they'll, they'll have some opportunities, hopefully. Uh, Gridiron Mike brings us down to earth. Uh, this from our Gangster Museum of America live feed feedback. Gridiron says, you guys act like we beat the Celtics. No. Has it gone unnoticed that Mizzou had a worse record than the Hogs? Hard as that is to believe. I don't know. Did he? Was it, were you guys talking like that before I came on? No, 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 no. I was no. trying to make pretty clear that if Missouri <laughs> hasn't won in the SEC yet, and that doesn't mean everything's fixed. But no, no. Uh, you know, sometimes, sometimes fans accuse the media of overhyping, but the, you know they also kind of misread some things, which I think is probably what just happened there. You hear what you want to hear sometimes. No, not everything's fixed. Uh, by the way, Jordan Walsh. Good to see him doing some good things for the Celtics. Well, I tell you, one thing they did flash up last night, if you're watching the telecast, that shows you the difference between Arkansas's team. There's four guys in the NBA. Three of them were first-round picks, but uh, Council's in there too, and they're all doing fairly well for their teams. That's a lot for anybody to lose, isn't it? It's a lot to lose, but as we know, in this day and age, it's not like you just – like you can go out and build a team pretty quick with a portal and – uh, but, yes, that is that is a lot to lose. At the same time, those guys all just got there last year, too. Uh, yeah. So I don't think there's any mistake. They made some mistakes in the in the portal, yes. and they've struggled to find some answers. Now, Muss has really challenged them in a lot of areas. I, I thought it was great what he said. If somebody goes out there and they're just kind of carelessly shooting three-pointers, they're probably getting yanked because yeah, of his – in the paint mandate that he put forth. And, you know, they were very opportunistic with their three-point attempts. They shot six, I think, they made four of them. Is that right? Yeah, that's right. Yeah, so they were they were very opportunistic, only took really good shots. And they battled down low, which is exactly what they wanted. They also won the rebounding department on the other end. So in the painted area, they, they did exactly what he asked them to do. And... I thought it was interesting after the Kentucky game, he said Keon Minifield didn't play due to a coach's decision. And at the same time was saying, we got to get something figured out at point guard, which I thought was very interesting and probably sending a message to, to certain guys. And then, you know, L. Ellis played 32 minutes against Kentucky. He didn't see the court. And a lot of that is because he had five turnovers, only one assist against Kentucky, and had two pretty critical turnovers uh, there late in the game also that uh, you know one of them just kind of made it feel insurmountable. One, one of them was a bad pass, and it led to uh, a, a layup, or I, I can't remember a layup or a dunk on the other end, but Reed Shepard uh, stole it. But, I mean, that six-point lead with, like, 240 left, it almost felt insurmountable in that moment. Uh, so, you know, L. Ellis did not play at all. And Minifield, it's good to see him getting some things going in blocker, seeing those guys on the court at the same time. But, again, I don't know that that is the starting five for LSU because they are going to have bigger guards than, than what Missouri had. All right, Trey, this I'm going to change to football. Well, no, let me do this first with Savage. He's been holding for a minute. Savage, good afternoon. You got a question or comment for Trey? 
Yeah, yes, sir. You guys are doing all right? Doing great. How about you? Oh, doing good. Now, Trey, uh, last time I checked, there's always a path to the NCAA tournament, right? Oh, yeah. You can win the yes, SEC tournament, sure. Yeah. yeah I mean, it, it's got to start somewhere. I was looking at our remaining schedule, we got LSU twice, Missouri again. There's a lot of teams at this bottom that we play again that we could get this roster right. And I'm glad he's not playing some of these kids. I think right now I think we're a better team without Brazil playing. He's a three-point shooter. He doesn't play with his back to the basket. So I think it's good these other people are getting these minutes. Is it a blessing in disguise? I hope so. I'm not saying that Brazil should not be worked back in, but I think he needs to know his role to where the NBA hype of him being a first-round draft pick is he's got to his head or his knees got to his head. And he's somewhere in the middle, and he's not a good player right now. We need him to be a decent player. Not a great player, just a decent player with his ability. The point guard situation, I think it's going to work itself out. I think Blocker, Blocker, he's just pure energy. you got to keep him on the court. He shows what he can do, you know. And then on, as far as the uh, football, i got a question for you, Trey. The Tennessee's getting investigated, mm-hmm. and I don't know all the details behind that, but shouldn't every team in this NIL era have something <laughs> wrong with their program? Exactly. Investigation-wise? I mean, so I, I went and spoke to a group of students today at the University of Arkansas sports journalism class, and we ended up talking about NIL stuff for probably 20 minutes of the hour-and-a-half class. And, I appreciate it, guys. I'm going to get off here. And I was just kind of making that same point, uh, or maybe a student made it first. I can't remember. But, you know, yeah, everybody <laughs> – the, all these players, I don't want to go off and I've done so many NIL t- tangents and you know, I think the players should be paid in some capacity. Somebody else has to figure that out aside from me. But uh, the the NIL, the way things are done, it just, it doesn't make any sense. And they're recruiting players. They're paying, they're paying players to go to schools and calling it NIL. The whole thing is orchestrated through a loophole. That's, that's all it is. The whole thing is a loophole. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, so I don't understand. Everybody is literally and almost openly talking about NIL to recruit players. Everybody. Mm-hmm. So is everybody going under sanctions? It's hmm. a great question. That's both everybody, recruits. Everybody's getting penalized. That is <laughs> both whole, recruits and transfers. And that's why yes. Tennessee is fighting us so hard is because they're saying we're, we're not doing – there are no rules. And now you're telling there us we're breaking rules. the rules. No. Yeah, right. And they're right. And the and if they sue the NCAA, and I think the NCAA may be suing them, the NCAA always loses in court. Always. Yeah. They never win a case. And so right. basically the NCAA is going to dissolve eventually. That's just what's going to oh, happen. Oh, yeah. This is yeah. just like – this is maybe the – the next step in that and uh, it's just if i'm tennessee and they're like well you get a bowl ban or you get a you can't play on television or or some you know some ridiculous thing like that i believe that would happen to auburn back in the 90s uh well uh, i would just be like well we're going to anyway we're going to do it yeah <laughs> it's not going to stop no matter what the uh is resolved you just go back to this business as usual, which is yeah. the way it was well, before the NIL business. Hey, you, you're getting a death penalty. You, you got to dissolve your football program. Well, we're not going to do it. No. Let's make what? a stop. Make a stop playing football. You, you think about it. The, what's at risk <clears throat> is the number two thing for all of college athletics, and that's the NCAA basketball tournament. For the 
NCAA, it's the number one thing because it, it's their major revenue. But And number two right now, because the college football playoff is obviously driving everything. It's driving mm-hmm. everything in college athletics. So if these schools eventually drop the NCAA, and now you're dealing with only those who are the football powers, then the basketball tournament suddenly becomes, if you want a 64-team tournament, it's everybody that's in because all mm-hmm. those other teams go away. And that, that's, a, that's a possibility. The, the NCAA is just a... All they do is organize tournaments. Yeah. And try That's to penalize right. people. Yeah. And lose in court. Yeah. And try to <laughs> penalize people. Court. Yeah. Right. And then lose yeah. in court. All right, right, Trey, we're going to switch gears to the uh, uh, football gridiron for a moment. Arkansas released from the national letter of intent, Ashton Bethel Roman, mm-hmm. the highly regarded wide receiver. Uh, it looked like Arkansas won that battle, but now he's back on the open um, open market, so to speak. Yeah, that's um, exactly what it is. It's I guess market. now at this point, I guess Arkansas can basically move on because if he if he asked for a release, which he he was granted the release, yeah, that means he's gone. Does that mean yeah. Missouri A and M is that the next destination for? Those were two teams that made a, a big push for him late. Yeah, if you guys remember, you know he was the guy that we were waiting on on National Signing Day, mm-hmm. all the way to the end, and Pittman got the thumbs up. Remember, Pittman yeah. got yeah. The thumbs oh yeah, up yeah. in the press oh, yeah. conference. Right. Yeah, exactly. And um, then was you know then was able to to comment on him, but he was super late signing. I don't know if that had anything to do with second thoughts, but Guys, as we know, you know, he was recruited by Kenny Guyton, who is no longer at Arkansas. And, yeah. you know, I think that also plays a role in uh, this decision for him. So, you know, when you're position coach, I, I don't understand why not you, just, you don't just, like, wait till the late period if you have concerns over that. But uh, maybe you just want to sign. I don't know. But, uh, but he was, you know, he obviously – was recruited by Kenny Guyton and but nonetheless don't you think you know hey if the head coach leaves that's one thing if an assistant coach leaves assistant coaches leave a lot more often than the head coach does are we going to start getting into that in that now letters aren't going to be binding if an assistant coach leaves now Arkansas could have held him to it but didn't right you got to commit to a school they used to say commit to a school you know not commit to the coaches yeah Um, find a place you want to live but really I mean like you know Commit to a school where the money's right. Yeah. So did Kenny Guyton take the take the money for <laughs> wide receivers with him? Well, I don't think yeah. so. I don't think no. so. Probably not. No, he didn't. But he that, didn't get to take that we're going to assume we're going to assume he's a player that's not on campus. Is that right? Right. He was one of the four that so uh, didn't enroll. There right. wasn't enrolling early. Okay. Yes. Very good. I get this question. Really, I guess. By the way, that puts Arkansas's recruiting class at 15th in the SEC ahead of Vanderbilt. Mm. Uh, Trey, this from our Southern Structural Solutions Buzz text line. says, Trey, why did we let Ashton Bethel Robin out of his NIL, or NLI, uh, especially if he's going to A&M or Missouri? Well, I mean, in this day and age, is it really, is it really even binding? Well, the only thing is, if if it, it he would only get one transfer. Now he can Not go anymore. to whatever school he wants to, and he can 
transfer again. You can again. transfer. Oh, he got to transfer it again. Even oh, well, that's true. That's yeah, true. you're right. Yeah. You're right. yeah, yeah. They changed the. Well, that's in the courts, but the courts will win. I mean, yeah. every time transfer is going to win that one. Yeah. Yep. Everybody love college football these days. <laughs> no. No. You don't like complete lawlessness. No. No rules. Nothing's binding. Nothing means anything. No. Everything's kept super secret. Nobody knows who's getting what. I mean, or you don't you don't even know if your coach stinks. And yeah. on top of it, it's it's up to you. The University of Arkansas made 167 million dollars yeah. in 2022, yeah. 2023. Yeah, I read your story but, on that. Really interesting. Yeah. Yeah, it's up to uh, But they spent 166 million. Yeah, they did. They did. Wow. Yeah, they 800,000 in the black. Coach so uh, will be turning over in his grave to see that kind of money, co- you know, coming in and out. But it's up to out. it's up to the fans, yeah, to uh, pay these players. That's right. That's exactly. Yeah. Isn't that, yeah. Good point. Great point. Mm. Yeah. Let's talk with uh, Trent. Trent, good afternoon. You have a question or comment for Trey? Yeah. Well, that bit of news stinks to the top of the poop pile. <laughs> That's a good way to state that. Anyway, uh, you know, you just thought when Tennessee had walked the plank and that was going to be the end of that, now they're hoisting the Jolly Roger yeah, and they're right. up to skullduggery again. You're a funny man. <laughs> this guy's got, uh, yeah. They're only playing the game the way the game's played. Yeah, but whatever, the thing is, I hate Tennessee so much, it gives me energy. So <laughs> I'm really enjoying all these podcasts out of Tennessee. These people are losing their minds. Mm-hmm. Are they? I don't blame wow. them. I'm going to go ahead and let you go. You can talk okay. about it. Okay, Jolly Roger. Thank you, Trent. I think we need to have a whole segment with him. He's pretty <laughs> yeah. He's pretty. Fun. What was the first part? Something to the top of the stink pile. <laughs> that's, all, that's all I heard was the punchline there. Something, something's at the top of the poop pile. That's what he said. Yeah, that's pretty close to what he said, yeah. Um, I love this one here. Uh, it's uh, this from our Southern Structural Solutions buzz text line from the 870. It's all Trey's fault. He's been oh, really? saying we had too many wide receivers. Hey, yeah, that's right. Got the wide receivers numbers down. They had 12. They needed 10. That's a good point. So get rid of one of the best ones, right? Get rid of one of the best ones. We think he would have been. We don't know. Okay, who's next, Trey? Who's next you want to get rid of? One more, right? Yeah, you got one more. Well, Trey, it's up to you to replace him with an offensive lineman. Or a defensive lineman. It's it's up to you now. Oh, Trey. Need both Ooh, of those. Okay. Goodness. Uh, this, uh, let's see. It's uh, from the uh, Southern Structural Solutions buzz text line from the 501. I think Roger. I'll never pay my money just so we can pay players to come to Arkansas. Ridiculous. Well, they won't be coming then, Rog. It's not our job. We buy tickets and merchandise. That ain't enough anymore, Rog. Yeah, I, I'm. I kind of, you know, I can see where a lot of people. I understand that. his point, but that's not yeah. going to correct the problem or right. issue. No. Mm-hmm. 
And uh, Trey, you'll be and Rick, you'll be happy to know Mary Ann's weighed in. The Gangster oh, Museum of America right. Life and Feedback. Mary Ann says, "I'm sick of hearing Trey and Rick cry about the NCAA. Go do something them. else, you grumps. Now we're you're a grump about them. They're going to disappear. We're just telling you the truth. Yeah, they they lose grumpy. every case. Mary Ann, are you do you work for the NCAA? So what happens? Good luck. What happens? You know the the pre, the new president." Was pushing for that. Uh, what do you call it? Uh, basically, what, basically do whatever you want. The to, optional, want to, and the, the optional conference gets together. Yeah. But I don't think he was talking about basketball. He was really no, only no, talking no. about football. football. Yes. Yeah, but with all these issues now involving basketball, it's just the same in basketball as it is in football. He, but, but he's desperately trying to save. Yeah, the right. That pays his salary. That's my point. Yeah. You know. He can't have it both ways. No. Because the two the two money sports are gonna run, if that's the case. Correct. All right, Trey. We'll talk with you tomorrow. Trey Beatty of Hogsports.com being brought to you by Chris Crane Hyundai. NFL.